You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're back at the Paracast. Last week, of course, we had a really fascinating session with our guest co-host and forum moderator, Gogs Mackay, and Micah Hanks, and everything Micah says is always really provocative. And this week, we're going to mine in a new way a subject we've dealt with in the past, but we'll get to that in a moment. Chris, back east, you actually gave a lecture to I did. to some of our listeners and others. <laughs> I did. I did indeed. I had a great time, actually. Uh, I was quite uh, surprised at some of the very compelling video footage that Jaime Massan brought up from Mexico. I'd say about half of it. You know, it was a little bit sketchy. Um, I think there was some obvious hoaxes there, uh, some possible misidentified uh, natural phenomena. But I think that there was quite a number of clips of very, very compelling footage that finally, you know, he's been quite a vacuum cleaner for the past couple of decades, uh, you know, getting footage from all over the world. And some of the Russian stuff was uh, particularly compelling. Obviously, the Mexico footage uh, is also compelling. but. Um, I was surprised at some of the quality footage that uh, he was able to, you know, show uh, the audience uh, that came from, uh, you know, Russia. There was a couple of clips in Poland that were very good. You know, Jaime, I think, is, is starting to take a back seat in the conference circuit, and he's talking about coming up with a 24-hour UFO network that will be broadcast worldwide. And he's hard at work on getting that particular project off the ground. He's hoping to have it up and running by February of 2015. Now, he, I think one time, had almost agreed to come on the Paracast. But our previous co-host was somewhat skeptical over the fact that Jaime would sometimes accept a little too much, if you get my point. Yes, I do get your point. <laughs> I can see why uh, why that would be, uh, be stated. I, I do think that you know, he does have quite a bit of uh, airtime to fill every week. So I think that might, um, you know, lessen his filtering <laughs> a bit. And like I said, there were some very obvious hoaxes uh, that he presented. And he's very careful. I think over the years, he's gotten a little bit more objective. Uh, but, you know, he's in the entertainment business. So, you know, he does present, um, you know, some stuff that, you know, may be very titillating. But, you know, I, there were oohs and ahs from the crowd and some of the stuff, and I, I, I just wanted to cough in my hand and <laughs> make some rude noise. But, but, but I didn't. It, anyway, he, um, he is going to be putting together, like I said, a, a full, you know, 24-hour UFO channel. And uh, that idea, if, if it can get off the ground, could be uh, a real step forward, I think, for the field, if it's done properly and not like the twins that shall not be named. <laughs> Well, that's the big point, and let's hope he does it. If and when he does it, we definitely should invite him on the Paracast and discuss all these yeah, issues. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Now, this particular venue in which you spoke, it was a UFO convention of some kind? Yeah. you Remember Pat Markatillo? I think. Yeah, I can never say his name correctly either, but I've known him for many years, yes. Right, and he did mention that he met you many moons ago. Um in a galaxy well, far, far away, that's before <laughs> I morphed into a different character. Right. Well, he has put on, I think he put on the first 50 of these uh, gatherings twice a year for 25 years. And 
he's passed the baton to Dave Bennett, who's a very, uh, very nice guy. I just really enjoyed meeting Dave and, and the folks that helped put on the conference there. Uh, really sweet people, really nice. They treated me like royalty. I, I felt very uh, at home, at ease. Uh, they were very gracious. I really think that they are, are doing a good job out there. You know, there's some question about um, true believerism and, and the want to believe uh, scenario. But one of the reasons why Dave said that they invited me was because, you know, they they want to start gearing the conference towards a more nuts and bolts, you know, boots on the ground, real uh, objective uh, type presentations that uh, don't, you know, po- potentially dive off into the realm of uh, suspension of disbelief. And and I, I really think that they uh, they are very well intentioned, and I, I really got a good sense from them, and and I really think that they're attempting to uh, to ratchet up the the believability and the seriousness of the subject, uh, you know, as they cover it uh, in future events. Now, what precisely did you talk about? The cattle mutilations, the mysterious valley, a little bit of everything? Uh, a little bit of everything. I, I did uh, touch on some of the subjects I'll be uh, speaking on at uh, Travis Walton's uh, get-together in Heber. Okay, you're talking, of course, uh, about yesterday's event. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I covered uh, a number of subjects, but I did focus on the stocking herd material from my new book, and uh, I'm going to be speaking, or I spoke yesterday now, uh, at the Heber conference with uh, the Travis Walton uh, Fire, uh, what is it called, the Skyfire Summit. And uh, I did cover mostly, though, in New Jersey, I did cover mostly uh, stocking herd material. Just want listeners to know that Chris is on his iPhone at a hotel. We tried to get Skype to work again, and he has to do a software update, which he'll have time to do later. The right. other issue is we tried the hotel phone, figuring a oh, landline phone's got to sound better than an iPhone, and guess what? It doesn't. Right. <laughs> so it shows oh, well, you. you just kind of you deal with the hand you dealt. Uh, in the meantime, I'm in the middle of a trip uh, taking 12, I think they're Pakistani and, and Hindis around, uh, well, actually, they're all, I think they're all Muslims, actually. Uh, I'm going to have a real fun time. Uh, I had a fun time yesterday checking them through the Phoenix airport. There's one guy named Mohammed Mohammed. Uh, <laughs> so, and there's some Tariqs and uh, Abduls. And uh, uh, fun time is being had by all. They're, uh, they're a very, very introspective uh, meditation group that goes around the world to power spots and, and does, uh, you know, very extensive meditation work. I'm having a great time. They're, they're real, they're real, um, how would I put this, uh, low maintenance in many ways. I don't really have to be my normal tour guide self, but, uh, at the same time, uh, you know, they're foreigners in a, strangers in a strange land. So, uh, that comes with its own sort of added set of difficulties, but, uh, they're having a great time. We really had some fun going around to some of the more, enigmatic spots here in the Sedona area. And we had a couple of really good days up in uh, Grand Canyon. They took a helicopter tour, which just totally uh, broke the ice, and they just they were really thrilled with that. And I'm going to be going up to Colorado, uh, visiting the Families Valley, Mesa Verde, Hovenweep, Chaco Canyon, and then it's off to the San Luis Valley, Crestone, down to Taos, and then Santa Fe. And then hopefully I get a break, because I will have been on the road over three weeks at that point. So Oh, man, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind, Gene. Well, then we send you to the rest home. That's where people who... 
get involved and just go. All right, let's talk a little bit about our guest today. And okay. we're kind of mining territory we've covered to a slight degree with Grant Cameron, of course, mm -hmm. which is U.S. presidents and UFOs. And right. our guest is Larry Holcomb. The book is called The Presidents and UFOs, A Secret History from FDR to Obama. Now, let me point out, the book is going to be published by St. Martin's Press next Ooh, year. My old publisher. Right. Except that they send us a PDF version of what they call the uncorrected galleys. So by being right. an uncorrected digital galley, you know, we're getting the essence of the book, but there might be errors. And I should point out that it's a very well-presented book, of what I read, pretty well written. It has a forward by none other than Stanton Friedman. So Stanton Friedman is therefore putting a stamp of approval on this book. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this is going to be a fascinating discussion. Lots of questions from our listeners. The book is called The Presidents and UFOs, A Secret History from FDR to Obama. And Larry Holcomb is our guest. Before we break, I want to tell you about our new service, the Paracast Plus. The Paracast Plus is a subscription service where we offer ad-free versions of the show for a modest monthly or annual fee. To learn more about the Paracast Plus, go to our forums, forum.thepowercast.com, forum.thepowercast.com. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. On the average, Americans work between 45 to 50 years hoping to build up enough wealth to retire and live out their golden years. Unfortunately, with taxation, the rising cost of food, energy, housing, and medical, many retirees are forced to live below the poverty line. Is this a flaw free enterprise, or is our monetary unit we call the Federal Reserve Note forcing us into perpetual debt, ensuring inflation and higher taxes? These questions and more can be answered by reading G. Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Congressman Ron Paul states it's what every American needs to know about central bank power. A gripping adventure into the secret world of international banking cartel. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I will give a silver dollar from the early 1900s to anyone who purchases this book. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order a copy today. It's critical that the public be made aware of the system. Call and order your copy today at 1-800-686-2237. That's 1-800-686-2237. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. 
But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. If you need to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, thank you, or simply I'm thinking of you, ProFlowers.com is the key. ProFlowers has stunning bouquets, like the best-selling 100 Blooms for $19.99. Plus, ProFlowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the field is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from ProFlowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers. Picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, go to proflowers.com. Click the blue microphone in the top right corner and enter code PLOW. That's proflowers.com. Click the mic and enter code PLOW. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Joining us on the Paracast this week with Gene and Chris is Larry Holcomb, who is author of The President's and UFOs, A Secret History from FDR to Obama. It's coming next year from St. Martin's Press, and it has an introduction from Stanton Friedman. Right now, the copy of the book I have is an uncorrected galley. And what that means is I may read things there that, you know, he made a mistake, but that's what happens when you write a book, especially one that's, you know, like almost 350 pages. So we expect that, and we'll cover a lot of ground, and we also have questions from our listeners that also cover a lot of this ground, and let's see where we take it. Now, Larry, before we get started, I read somewhere that you got interested in UFOs through the same source I did, Flying Saucers from Outer Space by Donald Kehoe. Is that correct? That's exactly right. That was a long time ago, but that's uh, Flying Saucers from Outer Space, and Flying Saucers are real. Found those books in my high school library when I was a junior, I believe, and uh, was hooked on the subject, was hooked on uh, Kehoe's passion and believability that the Air Force was involved in the cover-up at that time, and uh, have, have followed it ever since. And uh, and once I saw Kehoe on the old Armstrong Circle Theater debating the Air Force and saw the Air Force cut off his sound uh, in the uh, in the uh, toward the end of the broadcast, I knew for a fact uh, that uh, that there was a cover up, that there was censorship going on. So uh, I've been devoted to uh, research into mainstream ufology ever since. Let me bring listeners up to date on what happened here. 
This is back in the 1950s. Major Keogh appears on this CBS TV show. Right. Now, I'm, I'm circle it, right. now, the show is scripted. What this means is that he had to read off a teleprompter exactly what he was saying. The problem is here, supposedly, he was upset over the fact that they kept censoring what he wanted to say. He'd say this, he want to say that, and they said, no, we've got to remove that from the script because you can't support it, whatever. So it got to a point where evidently he was so frustrated when he got on TV, and this was live TV. This is not like it's being recorded and they can fix it in the mix. This was live TV. There was no seven-second delay. You know, now you have a seven-second delay, so if somebody uses the wrong language, they fix it. Our network, GCN, puts this show on a seven-second delay. We've never had an incident where someone used the wrong language, but that's what happens. So Kehoe got so frustrated, he started deviating from the script. And he said something like, and I'm not saying the right words here, it's just paraphrasing, I'm now going to tell you something you haven't heard before. Now, about as soon as they did this, CBS cut him off. Now, as you say, Larry, your feeling is that the Air Force forced CBS to cut him off? My understanding is, uh, Gene, and I, I, um, my recall is a little weak in that area, but I, as I recall, the Air Force brought in a couple of people. One was in the, in, in the booth, in the, uh, in, the, in the booth, of the engineering booth or what have you. Right, the control room. And he ordered the sound cut off. I, the Air Force came in with their prepared script, and, and, and there were supposed to be one or two other guests on the, on the program, and they balked, and they walked away. Kehoe said in a later interview, that the only reason he wanted to walk also, but the only reason that he stayed was that he thought that he could get a few words in before the show was over. Uh, and that's what he tried to do. And, and, and what you said is what I believe is exactly what he said, that, uh, that he was going to relate something that had never been uh, publicly uh, stated before. And uh, that's when whoever, whenever, wherever, in the, in the booth or whatever, cut his sound off. And I was furious. I was a kid then, but I was furious because back in those days, television was, uh, you always have a network problem. You always having to, you know, vacuum tubes blowing up in the, te- the uh, television uh, cameras and what have you. And uh, I ne- next morning I got up and read in the paper that uh, uh, that they'd cut his sound off. That's when he w- when he deviated from the Air Force's prepared script. Yeah, that's the background on it. Well, I remember that some years later, Major Kehoe appeared on a radio show, Long John Nebel. Now, mm-hmm. as I, we've mentioned Long John on the show before, he was the pioneer in paranormal radio. And I'm not going to get too extensive into this, but again, Kehoe talked about it. Now, you also read the book from Captain Ruppelt, the report on unidentified flying objects? Yes. Okay, so you were basically hooked as a, as a teenager in the UFO subject. Now, I don't want to belabor the point, but at any time in your life, have you ever seen a UFO? Yes, I state that in the book, and I and I told my story in the in the book uh, with some reservations because, as a re- uh, ufologist or a researcher, if you will, uh, you 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 run the risk of losing credibility if you have actually seen a UFO. I saw something that I can't explain. I, I saw something one time in my home on a small creek, uh, a tributary off the Chesapeake Bay, 
that I can't explain, and I can't explain it to this day. At the time, you know, the mind is a is a is a wonderful computer, and it's and it's trying to tell you what you're looking at. It's trying to explain to you what you're trying to figure out what you're looking at, and what I saw made no sense whatsoever, which was a an orb of about probably six feet in diameter and six or seven feet in height. If you would uh, think of a hot air balloon in miniature without a basket below it, that's what this looked like. And uh, my attention was drawn to it because it was across a creek and a cove and in the top of a, a tree that I was watching because two very large birds, which I think were ospreys, were circling like they were caught in a thermal over the top of this tree. And I saw this frantic rustling in the tree. And, I'm, you know, your mind is trying to tell you what's causing this rustling. And I thought maybe it was a bird, another bird, an osprey that had been caught in fishing line, which is, happens a lot on the bay. Uh, birds, especially seagulls, get caught in monofilament and what have you. And all of a sudden, this object rose up out of the tree. And um, at first, it looked, my first thought was it was like one of these Mylar silver party balloons, but I realized it was much larger than that. And it was rotating on a vertical axis, but it was floating just like a balloon would float. So you start thinking of weather balloons. We're, I'm, I'm in a, that's just an area that has a lot of military installations around from Norfolk. Uh, all of the military installations in Norfolk and Hampton Roads to the Tuxent River to the well-known now, now because of the rocket failure at Wallops Island, which is about 40 miles across the bay from me. Uh, um, Dahlgren, a naval surface warfare center just up the Potomac River. So there's a lot of military installations around. And I thought, well, you know, this this has to be something that is military-oriented. Uh, uh, perhaps something that uh, they're testing out of Pax River. Let's do a break here, Larry, and then we'll pick up on this in our next segment about your sighting. Larry Holcomb, the book is The Presidents and UFOs, coming next year from St. Martin's Press. You're on with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Listening to GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Lock down your digital life at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at webtv.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. With autumn in the air, it's time to think about getting ready for winter. 
and it's time to save at HerbalHealer.com. You'll find amazing seasonal savings to prepare you for the fight against cold and flu season. Like Oregacillin to promote lung health. 30 capsules, regularly $34.95, now only $25. HHA Olive Leaf, the natural antiviral, normally $16.95, now 60 capsules are just $12. HHA Elderberry Power, a great flu and virus fighter, regularly $16.95, 60 capsules, now $10. Save on all our homeopathic detoxes. Choose from lungs, kidney, liver, brain, libido, or whole body, normally $26.95, now just $20. Visit HerbalHealer.com and click on the Fall Winter Specials button to save on all our natural cold and flu fighting products. Also explore our Herbal Healer Academy Correspondence Courses that teach you how to handle your health naturally. HerbalHealer.com, healing the world with nature, one person at a time, since 1988. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document? Worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average over 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE. 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Chris O'Brien is in some secret location with his iPhone in Sedona, Arizona. I don't know if it's secret or not, but it sounds good on the radio. We have Larry Holcomb. The book is The Presidents and UFOs, and we'll get into a lot of that as we progress through the episode. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about your experience seeing this strange orb-like object. Well, anyway, to put a, to put a cap on it very quickly, the, the object rose up uh, to, there was a drop down, there were high banks on either side, and this was in a coal, it was a drop down. The object rose to just above tree level and started moving laterally. Well, the thought in my mind was it got caught by the wind. 
uh, and it was pushing it, pushing it laterally, which would be to the west. How it was a crystal clear afternoon, about three o'clock in the winter. And as I watched it move laterally, and I could see that it was rotating on a vertical axis, all of a sudden a beam of light came off of it. I mean, a, a, a brilliant, brilliant beam of light came off of this thing, which I thought was aimed right at me. And I was in my lower office in the second, the lower level of my house, which overlooked this creek, uh, behind a big picture window sitting at my desk. And this light came off of it. Well, that sort of shook me a little bit. And I thought, well, maybe what it's got a highly reflective panel on the thing, and it's it's catching the this low the sun that's low in the, in the west. That happened two more times, I think, as it floated horizontally. And I ran upstairs to get uh, some binoculars that I had on the wet bar in the great room upstairs. And by the time I went on the upper deck outside, it was gone. I, you know, I don't know where it went to. I don't know. I, I can speculate, but I won't. Uh, what, what kind of time frame are we talking about? Uh, when did this occur? Uh, about 1995. Uh, okay. Uh, did you check the uh, local groups, find out if there were any other uh, sightings no, consistent with no, what you, you saw? Know, I should have called Pax River, public information people at Pax River, but I didn't, And, and it, which is, is, is dumb. And in my book, I, I talk about people that have sightings that don't report them. And one of the things you know, at the time, this didn't fit the mold of a of a of a UFO or a flying saucer. Since that time, since I've done more research uh, into it, especially when I was writing my first book and doing more research, uh, although that was a novel, I still wanted to be pretty accurate. I came across a number of sightings of orbs such as this, and and this wasn't a nighttime sighting. I I I don't have a lot of love for nighttime lights in the sky because there are a lot of lights in the sky that move around and do things uh, unless they do something really unusual. This was a daytime sighting. This this was, I'm, I'm convinced that whatever this was was control. I'm convinced now, after thinking back on it, that the reason these birds were circling in a tight circle is that they were caught in a thermal of this thing powering up to come over to the top of this tree. Beyond that, you know, as as far as sightings go, this is not really very impressive. This is not a very impressive sighting. But I'll tell you, it made a big impression on me, uh, and it's one I haven't forgotten and and won't forget. Now, it could very well be, and probably was something prosaic in the in the area of uh, something experimental, uh, perhaps out of Pax River, but. On the other hand, I don't know. So you ask if I'd had a UFO sighting. Yes, I've had a UFO sighting, whether it was uh, something uh, uh, earthly or something non-earthly. I, I, I don't know. But okay. it, and and at no time did it do anything that defied the laws of physics, as many sightings do. Okay, let's leave it there and move to the next stage. So you retire from your profession. And in the mid-2000s, you start doing a sci-fi book with a UFO theme? I started doing a novel that was a thriller. It started out being a murder mystery. I wanted to write. I'd taken journalism. Uh, I didn't graduate but uh, in, in college, but I had uh, two years of journalism. And uh, 
in the old Richmond Professional Institute in Richmond, which is now VCU. And um, I wanted to write. I wanted to write a novel. And uh, <laughs> being the smart guy that I am, it took me about two months of starting and stopping and starting and stopping to try to figure out what a, what the, I should base the plot on. And all of a sudden, the light bulb came on and said, you know, you've been studying government cover-ups, UFOs, extraterrestrials, government uh, cover-up of extraterrestrials for uh, 40 years or better. Why not use that? So that's what I based the plot of this murder mystery on is the is my background knowledge of of a, a government cover up, which I think there's no question that's that 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 there is a government cover up of uh, of uh, uh, extraterrestrial uh, uh, visitation, and uh, so that's that's where the, the book came from. And uh, it it did uh, rather well locally, but it was a small publisher, and it, it, uh, it didn't really give me the platform to expand the book. I've got a I've got a nice local following, but it's in, that's about it. Uh, the 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 book did well locally, but didn't do anything to speak of on the national. National. Well, you, your your new publisher is, I think, the third largest publishing house uh, in the trade. Uh, so you must have had a real world. good book proposal. <laughs> it's a whole different world, I'll tell you. St. Martin's is great. Uh, I've got a I've got a top notch agent. Uh, I just signed a contract with uh, that was sent to me by my agent uh, from an Italian Italian publisher. Uh, who's bought the rights of the book to uh, to publish it in in Italy? Uh, uh, he's also sold worldwide rights to it for uh, for uh, not audio books, but, but for an audio book. I have an audio book contract on it, um, and we hope to have more uh, uh, European sales as as time goes on. So what attracted you to this particular subject, what the presidents might have known about UFOs? Ah, let me see half. I can make that very brief. When I went to, when the, the people at uh, the International UFO Museum and Research Center in Roswell read my book, my, my novel, and they liked it. And in 2011, they invited me out to uh, to speak as an author uh, and a lecturer uh, uh, because of the book. And uh, and while out there, I met Stan Friedman, Don Schmidt, Tom Carey, uh, Antonio Hughes, a number of number of pretty big names in uh, in ufology. And I talked to him about. In doing research for the book, I'd come across a uh, TV documentary, uh, UFOs Past, Present, and Future, which you may know of, uh, right. that was uh, written and co-produced by a fellow named Bob Emanager. And I said, you know, this is falling through the cracks. This is an amazing documentary because it's it's uh, it, it seems to have the full support of the government. Uh, you just don't walk into the Pentagon, and this documentary had had a retired had Colonel William Cole, Colvin, who was retired, 
head of uh, Air Force Public Relations, uh, walking the halls of the Pentagon talking about the famous uh, estimate of the situation uh, that General Hoyt Vandenberg batted down. Anyway. Well, let's do our break. Let's do our break here, Larry, and then we'll continue with this. Once again, the book is called The Presidents and UFOs, A Secret History from FDR to Obama, from Larry Holcomb, coming from St. Martin's Press next year. And now he's giving you the background of how he came to decide to write this book. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. For the independent minded, the Genesis Communications Network, GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-297-0154. That's 800-297-0154. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. That's 800-297-0154. At 30dayfoodsupply.com, you can now purchase a -a one-of-a-kind product not available anywhere else. A meatless burger dry mix in four delicious flavors. With our new Oregon Trail Foods vegan burgers, all you do is add water and fry. They need no refrigeration. They're packaged in Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber for a long shelf life. They're non-GMO. They're gluten, soy, nut, and chemical-free, but they're loaded with flavor. And a good source of carbs and protein, yet low in sodium. Flavors include Italian, spicy Mexican, six vegetable and black bean olive go to 30dayfoodsupply.com or call 541-229-0010 and order today eat them every day take them camping or save them for an emergency check them out at 30dayfoodsupply.com and click on the vegan burger icon that's 30dayfoodsupply.com where all of our products are produced in oregon by oregon trail foods 30dayfoodsupply.com 
You have all seen and heard about the elements of the periodic table. These elements are the building blocks of everything in the universe. You, my friends, are made from these elements. A shortage of any of these important trace elements can lead to disease. Go with the science and take the Lady Talk Health Challenge and get all 90 essential trace elements with a healthy start pack at LadyTalkLive.com or call 855-333-LADY. That's 855-333-5239. Research shows it's not just what you put in your body that counts, it's what you put on it as well. Why not use an all-natural, healthy, mineral-based makeup that actually benefits your skin? Once you experience the airiness and flawless coverage of Longevity Mineral Makeup, you will never use anything else. With Longevity, the perception of your complexion will be natural perfection. Animal-friendly mineral makeup at Mary Lou Health. That's M-A-R-I-L-U-Health.com. Or call 855-321-HEALTH. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, Chris being in a secret remote location in Sedona, Larry Holcomb joins us. We're talking about his book, How He Was Inspired to Write the Presidents and UFOs. Would you continue, please, sir? Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the documentary was fascinating because it, it seemed official and it seemed to have uh, uh, government support. As I said, you just don't get into the Pentagon and film in there without the government's approval. You don't go to Holloman Air Force Base and film segments in Holloman Air Force Base as, as secure as Holloman is without government uh, approval. So I did some background research and I found out that Bob Emmenager's background story on making this documentary was more intriguing than the documentary itself because the he was told now this is a long story and I've got to condense it. We, you know, he was told by a, the head of Air Force Audio Visual uh, Division Department, what have you, a fellow named Paul Shartle, that they would be given. Uh, about 600 feet of 16 millimeter film of an actual UFO landing and a meeting and a meeting with Air Force personnel, officials, and extraterrestrials at Holloman Air Force Base to use in making a documentary that the administration wanted made. The administration was the administration of Richard Nixon. It's complicated, but a lot of people look as on Nixon nowadays as a as a real villain. But at that time, Nixon was had amazing popularity. He was on the way to being reelected with almost a historic uh, popular vote, and Nixon wanted a documentary made, or the committee to reelect the president wanted a documentary made that would help bolster him in his re-election campaign and add to the accomplishments that he had already made, which was an opening to China, which was amazing at the time, and detente with the Russians. In foreign affairs, Nixon, love him or hate him, had done some, some rather remarkable things. And a documentary with some level of disclosure uh, would add to 
And there's some speculation here. I admit there's some speculation, but I've talked at length with Bob Emmenager. And uh, and let me throw in here, Bob was a fraternity brother in California, University of Southern California, I believe, of H.R. Bob Haldeman, who was Nixon's chief of staff. And as such, Haldeman knew that Bob Emmenager was a very successful advertising executive in Los Angeles. Uh, Bank of America was one of his clients, for example. And he knew that Emmenager had made uh, a lot of film uh, for the Department of Defense, training films and what have you. So Emmenager was asked by the committee to reelect the president to come on board to make this documentary. Well, as I said, it's a very long story, and I go into it in depth in the book. But it's it's a fascinating story in that Emmenager was caught, went to the Pentagon and 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 Fleehan, his uh, partner Alan Sandler, who ran the Sandler Productions, the film production company that Emmenager used in his film work, um, uh, flew to Washington to meet uh, uh, Colonel uh, William Coleman that I spoke of earlier. He was still head of Air Force Public Relations at the time. When they got to the Pentagon, they were met by some men who took them into an office and said, look, you haven't got any business being here. You're, you're treading on, on some very shaky ground. You're, you're treading on, on in an area that you shouldn't be getting involved in, and our advice to you is to get back on the plane and fly back to California. Well, Emmenager, uh, who I've gotten to know very well, I consider a friend, is a very nice fellow. But Alan Sandler, as Bob says, was no shrinking violent. And he just had had enough, and he jumped up and said a few choice words. Look, we were told to come here by the White House. Now, get me a telephone, and I'm going to call the White House and get this blankety-blank mess straightened out right now. But at that point, everything changed. And they were ushered on up to Colonel William uh, Coleman's office. And he sort of gave him the same spiel. Then he took him in his office, shut the door, and told him about his own UFO experience. So they had a discussion. And from that, at that point, uh, uh, Coleman said, you need to talk to Colonel George Weinbrenner at Foreign Technology Division at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So he set up an appointment for Emmenager and Sandler to go to see uh, Colonel Weinbrenner. So they went to Wright-Pat, were, as Bob tells me, uh, were ushered down into the catacombs below below ground at Wright-Pat in the Foreign Technology Division. And went into Emmenager's office. And Bob said, he walked right up to Emmenager, I mean, to Weinbrenner's desk and said, uh, Colonel Weinbrenner, what is the truth about a UFO landing at Holloman Air Force Base, and are you going to give us this film? And at that point, Weinbrenner looked at him, got up from his desk, went over to a chalkboard, took out a, took a piece of chalk, drew a jet fighter on the chalkboard, and said, this is a MiG. MiG-15, MiG-21, whatever, I can't remember. We don't know, uh, you know, what thing about this. 
but they know everything about all of our planes. And he went on like that, describing the you know the the discrepancy or the difference between what the Air Force knew about the Russian Russian planes and what Russian Russia knew about or the Soviet Union knew about airplanes. And while he was doing this, he went to a bookcase and he pulled out a book, opened it up, and handed it to uh, to Bob. And the book was on flying saucers, and in, and the inscription was to my good friend George Weinbrenner from Allen Hynek, and it was Allen Hynek's book. And uh, oh, Bob handed the book back to Weinbrenner. Weinbrenner put it in the bookshelf, talked on a few more minutes about the Russian MIG, and then ushered him over to the office. Never saying a word about UFOs, and he left shaking their heads. And you know. This had to be Weinbrenner's way of telling us that, yes, it did happen, but I'm not going to say anything about it because they felt sure, and this goes back to when they were told uh, about making the documentary by Paul Shartle that they were done and they were told about it in a clean room out at Norton Air Force Base, in the clean room meaning they had no listening devices. And Bob said he was sure that there were listening devices in the in in all of the offices there at the Foreign Technology Division. And 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 Weinbrenner wasn't about to say anything about UFOs that could be recorded. But this was his way of of telling them that yeah that that it was true. Well, let's was, look at the finished product here, the finished documentary. Now, obviously, this thing has been shown for a number of years. What does it present that would lead one to think this is a first step towards disclosure? Forgetting the background, because that can get pretty involved. The, the fact that Nixon had a tremendous interest in UFOs, he had a great deal of power. He had a close friend in Jackie Gleason who was uh, uh, almost fanatically interested in UFOs. As a matter of fact, when he died, I think he he had something like 1,600 books that was donated to the University of Miami on UFOs and the paranormal. I did hear in the old days of the Long John Nebel radio show, Jackie Gleason talked to people about UFOs. You going to say, Chris? I said Jackie Gleason had such a fascination that he actually had his house built shaped like one. That's correct. And the outhouses were the the scout ships. The main house was called the mothership, and the and the outhouses, the the guest houses, and what have you, were called the uh, scout ships. So you're exactly right. Let's continue this in our next segment, shall we? Larry Holcomb is author of The Presidents and UFOs, and now you're seeing what's happening here. A lot of fascinating background as we paint the picture of what the presidents may have known or not known. By the way, if you want to get a free copy of Chris O'Brien's Secrets of the Mysterious Valley, go to our site, thepowercast.com, thepowercast.com, sign up for our free newsletter, and we'll send you an ebook copy of Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. You're listening to GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Lock down your digital life at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. 
For all our loyal listeners, it's time for another giveaway. Over the next 30 days, our friends at SupernaturalSilver.com are giving away six 16-ounce Supernatural Silver liquid valued at nearly $100 per bottle or their skin and body gel priced at $49.98. All you have to do is enter and win at GCNlive.com. Hurry, contest ends December 5th. GCN can give you and your loved ones a fighting chance with the Supernatural Silver giveaway at GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. If you need to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, thank you, or simply I'm thinking of you, ProFlowers.com is the key. ProFlowers has stunning bouquets, like the best-selling 100 blooms for $19.99. Plus, ProFlowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the fields is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers, picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, go to ProFlowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and enter code PLOW. That's ProFlowers.com. Click the mic and enter code PLOW. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris at the Paracast, we have Larry Holcomb. We're talking about presidents and UFOs. Let me just ask you an overreaching question here. Now, do the presidents, when they take office, and it could be any of them since, of course, the UFO era started in 1947. Are they all universally read in to what's going on? Uh, in my opinion, uh, absolutely not. I, I think Truman was in absolute control of the UFO issue. I think my personal belief is that the majestic documents, the main core of the the uh, majestic documents, MJ-12 documents, are factual. I think there's, a, there's some bogus documents in there, too, which sort of spoils the apple barrel, if you will. But I think that the, the basic majestic documents are true. Uh, I think that uh, Truman set up the majestic uh, MJ-12 group. I think I, it, that was passed on to Eisenhower, possibly not Truman, because there was some by the time that Eisenhower took office, there was bad blood between he and uh, Truman. But the director, then the director of CIA was uh, Walter Bedell, Walter Beale Smith, who was extremely close to Eisenhower, as you probably know, and his chief of staff during the Second World War. And Beale Smith, I'm sure, uh, briefed Eisenhower in detail on on it. But I think 
that at by the end of the Eisenhower administration, the intelligence community and the military-industrial complex had started to gain immense power. And the information, the background, the knowledge of UFOs and, and extraterrestrial life was being wrestled away or taken away from the presidency and being handled deep within the intelligence community and the military-industrial complex. And I believe that what Eisenhower said, that the famous speech, his uh, his farewell of the nation speech, when he, he warned of the power of the military-industrial complex, this was on his mind when he did that. But I think that there was a great shift in power at that time. And this went over into the Kennedy administration, which is another topic in itself. But subsequent presidents, some were in the loop more than others. I don't think Jimmy Carter was in the loop. I don't think, at least at the beginning, Bill Clinton was in the loop. Uh, Jerry Ford probably was to, to some degree. Lyndon Johnson, and I've spent some time in the Johnson Library archives, and you're not going to find, well, first of all, you're not going to find a smoking gun in, in presidential libraries. You'll, you may find some time, you'll find timelines that'll help you, but you're not going to find a smoking gun. It, it's not clear to me exactly how much Lyndon Johnson was in the loop. He could have been a great deal. It could have been very little. But the the bottom line of what you're asking is, I think that from Truman to Eisenhower, they were in control. Eisenhower started losing control. And then I think that the, the real nucleus of knowledge is somewhere deep within the, the, the intelligence community and uh, in the military-industrial complex. And maybe surprisingly, uh, people don't may sound surprising to people, but I think that the Office of uh, Naval Intelligence is conceivably more involved in it than any. Uh, I think the Navy is, is very deeply involved in the UFO issue. Why the well, Navy over the Air Force? A lot of little things that I've read. The Navy is very closed mouth on it. And, you know, I make that statement, and it's and it's hard to give you one example to back it up, but it's, it's just a, a culmination of little things that I've come across and I've studied to believe that the Navy is is very involved in it. The Navy, it's my belief that the so-called Area 51, which I've got some feelings on that also, but what goes on at the uh, Groom Lake, a lot of those contractors out there are paid by the Navy. So I think the Navy is very deeply involved in it, and the, and the, and the Navy has, has – you just can't get anything out of the Navy. Let me go back to MJ-12. As you know, having followed the UFO field, MJ-12 is highly disputed, and there's been an active debate for years, like between Stanton Friedman, who accepts the original – documents and some of the others with people like Kevin Randall and Robert Hastings. There was a couple of issues ago of the UFO Chronicles from Frank Warren, an online newsletter where he had this debate continuing. So it's not cut and dry. And I know we... Sure. Well, and Gene, we should also add uh, an interesting side note to the possible connection between the MJ-12 documents and the Bob Emenager documentary, and that is the person of Jamie Chandler, 
is uh, an interesting link that seems to uh, kind of bring those two events, uh, tie them together because of his involvement in both projects. Right. Because he was the person who supposedly received the original MJ-12 documents on film, folks. Yes, that's true. But beyond that, I don't know of any involvement that Chandra had other than receiving the documents. And and, uh, and, and uh, it was Chandra and Moore. Then they passed the information on to Friedman, who admonished them to stay quiet because until they had a chance to really examine the documents and come to some conclusion as to whether they were authentic or not. And I think that the work that Stan has done on it indicates to me that the the, the core of the MJ documents are authentic. But uh, yes, it's, it's, it's certainly still controversial. Well, that's the big argument I wonder about here. We have a person like Kevin Randall, who, of course, has a military background and extensive years as a writer. Why would a person like a Kevin Randall not accept MJ-12 if there wasn't something that was suspicious that kind of made him look askance at it? I don't know. I can't speak for Kevin. I don't. I, I know that there's a lot of... Uh... <laughs> There's a lot of infighting that goes on within the UFO community of the community of ufologists, and uh, I, I, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know where the where the legitimate uh, uh, belief stops and ego starts, and, and it, it could be a, it could be a number of things. I, I don't know. I uh, I've read Kevin's work, and uh, I. Uh, I've seen Kevin, and not talked to him at any length, but uh, he's been at the uh, Roswell uh, uh, Museum doing the, the festival, which I've been at for now the past three, four years, and be back again this year. Um, so, so I don't know I, uh, why he is against it. Uh, uh, Flock was, uh, uh, you know, didn't buy into it either. Uh, I'm I'm comfortable with it. Uh, I'm comfortable with a lot of the research that Bob Wood has done. Bob and Ryan Wood has, has done sure. uh, in, in researching the documents. Although I, I, I had to, you know, not to shift gears here, but I, I had to cover the the Kennedy administration and the possible connection with his assassination. I'm I'm I feel very comfortable. Uh, using uh, uh, Bob Wood and Ryan Wood's research in my own research and in my own writing. Um, and um, although they, they they have some questionable documents that that they give a high level of authenticity to, that I question a little bit, but uh, in any case, such as the Byrne Memo, uh, uh, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I'm going to ask you in our next segment to explain what that is very briefly before we move on. We're talking to Larry Holcomb. The book is The Presidents and UFOs. We have questions from our listeners later on. By the way, if you want to get a free copy of Chris O'Brien's Secrets of the Mysterious Valley, go to our site, thepowercast.com, thepowercast.com. Sign up for our free newsletter, and we'll send you an ebook copy of Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Yeah. 
Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Mike Stennerson for Midas Resources. At no time in history have precious metals been more important, certainly not in my 22 years in the industry. The dollar has lost over 90% of its value in the last 60 years. No fiat currency has ever survived the government printing presses. Ours is not immune. The time is now to be proactive. 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Anything tied to the dollar is at risk. CDs, annuities, 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, you name it, so decide. Do you want to leave a legacy of wealth or debt for your family? The choice is yours. Call me at 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. That's 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Be proactive, not reactive. Call 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. You pick up the receiver with your heart racing and sweat dripping from your forehead. You finally muster the courage to dial the number to call into your favorite talk radio show. It rings once, twice, and then... Hello, it's GCN. What's your name and the state you're calling from? Surprised you got through, you squeak out. Jason from Minnesota. Please hold. As you patiently wait for your turn, you begin to daydream about being a famous talk radio host and what it would be like to have your own show. Jason from Minnesota, you're up. Millions of loyal listeners worldwide waiting to call and talk to you. Caller, are you there? Cheering crowds surround you, calling out your name. Going once, twice. Okay, we gotta move on to the next caller. You blew it. Huh? Wait, no! Interact with the host you're listening to right now online at GCNlive.com. Click on the community link. Engage with other listeners. Ask questions. Start debates. Don't agree with the host? Let them know. Be a part of the community at GCNlive.com. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of hb extract it's extremely effective and it starts working in just days visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores
scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. From his secret lair below the Bat Cave in Sedona, Arizona, we have Bat Chris, no, Chris O'Brien with Gene. Uh, the Paracast, Larry Holcomb is with us. You mentioned a specific document that the Woods had that maybe you're skeptical of. Could you tell us more? The Burn Memo. The Burn Memo, yes. Is a document that is supposed to have been retrieved, a CIA document from the uh, Director of Central Intelligence to, I think, MJ 2 through 7 or 2 through 8, not all of the Majestic 12 members. Um, And this document uh, uh, says, uh, well, I I can't quote it exactly, but in essence, the, 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 the bottom line is that Lancer is asking us for data that we can't allow him to have. That is, and Lancer is the code name for for President Kennedy. And uh, what President Kennedy wanted, which we know for a fact, is he wanted to share, he was asking the the CIA for data uh, and and NASA uh, for data on our space program that we could share with the Russians. In other words, what we knew and and what we had learned and all of our information, he wanted to share with the Russians. He was also asking the CIA for all information they had on unidentified flying objects. And the so-called burn memo, which has burn marks around it like somebody pulled it out of a furnace, States that uh, uh, from the director of CIA to these to the M, these various MJ12 members that we cannot, if Lancer wants, we cannot allow Lancer to have this information. There are seven or eight tab pages that go along with this. The last tab page is the most chilling. If underline if these documents are authentic. And the last page is a memo that says, if Washington, meaning the Kennedy administration, uh, and it's very hard to read, and I can't quote it uh, now in depth, but it ends up by saying, if Washington continues to demand this information, these documents, the matter must become wet. And wet... uh, is a well is a code word for assassination. Wet is actually was actually coined by the KGB, but it's it's not out of the question to think that the CIA would use the same code word. Um, okay, so, let's get to the long and short of it. Why yeah. do you believe this is a fake document? I don't say that I'm not didn't say that I believe it was a fake. I'm saying that I that I I, I question it. 
I don't. It's 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 very well. It's very difficult to believe that your government would do something like this. But on the other hand, the woods give it their highest level of authenticity, and it's a original document or an original copy, if you will. In other words, it it is a like a carbon copy. So it is original. It is an original carbon copy document. It's not a photocopy document. So that they can look at the paper, they can look at the watermarks, they can have the ink tested, they can do forensic testing on it. Which and you know, Bob Wood was a PhD. He worked for McDonnell Douglas for forty years, uh, and on some very top secret programs. So he's 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 not a phony. Uh, he's very legitimate, and uh, and and he spent a lot of time and money uh, investigating these documents. He gives it his highest level of authenticity. Um, I'm not that comfortable with it, but I include it in the book. I include uh, the fact that JFK was very close to a man named. Arthur Lundahl, who was uh, uh, head of photo interpretation uh, for the CIA and NSA, I think, uh, I guess it was CIA, uh, and was very helpful and was really the lead man on the Cuban Missile Crisis, interpreting photographs in the Cuban Missile Crisis. Art Lundahl was also a firm believer in the extraterrestrial hypothesis. And he was advisor to, to Kennedy. Uh, also, uh, a person very close to Kennedy was uh, um, uh, Donald, Dr. Donald Menzel, who was uh, an astronomer. Um, what was Menzel? I think he was head of the astronomy department at Harvard. Right. He was a notorious UFO skeptic who supposedly was at the same time a member of VMJ-12. Let me ask you very quickly, because right. I want to get back to the president's. Do you believe the MJ-12 organization exists today, even though the people who were part of it are no longer here? I think an offshoot of it does. I don't think it's it's probably not that same name. They probably have a different code word, but I think in essence that, yes, it exists, and it is it is a very small group of people very deep within the government, be it the CIA, perhaps a few members of few people in the CIA, a few people in the NSC, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's that's really the rabbit in the hat. But I think that, yeah, without any question that there is a there is a uh, 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 an MG, MJ-12 type group that exists today. Without question. All right, let's go back to the presidents and what they knew and when did they know it. So Jimmy Carter saw a UFO famously, although it was later explained for better or worse, but he wasn't read in on this, is what you said. Uh, no, I don't. Th- the group that we were just talking about, I don't think they trusted uh, President Carter, uh, and and I don't think that uh, I don't think that he was briefed on it. You know, there's stories that of uh, George H.W. Bush uh, briefed him and told him he didn't have the, the, the clearance to know about UFOs and all that. I, I question all that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure that the director of CIA 
would come in and tell a president, a new president, or even president-elect that, uh, sir, you don't have the, the you don't you don't have the need to know to, to have this information you're asking for. Uh, the simple thing to do is lie to me. You know why? Why inflame it? So I, I question those uh, those stories, but no, I, I don't think Carter was was trusted, and uh, and I think he wanted the information. However, with that said, he could have been briefed, and probably was briefed to a certain level, and said, "This is the way it is." and drop it because once carter got into office he he never mentioned it to my knowledge again publicly he tried to stay away from it jerry ford was deeply involved in it when he was in the house of representatives of course that's the hearings where the condon committee came out of that let's get more into this in a moment larry holcomb with gene and chris you're in the paracast Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com At 30dayfoodsupply.com, you can now purchase a -a one-of-a-kind product not available anywhere else. A meatless burger dry mix in four delicious flavors. With our new Oregon Trail Foods vegan burgers, all you do is add water and fry. They need no refrigeration. They're packaged in Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber for a long shelf life. They're non-GMO. They're gluten, soy, nut, and chemical-free, but they're loaded with flavor. And a good source of carbs and protein, yet low in sodium. Flavors include Italian, spicy Mexican, six vegetable and black bean olive go to 30dayfoodsupply.com or call 541-229-0010 and order today eat them every day take them camping or save them for an emergency check them out at 30dayfoodsupply.com and click on the vegan burger icon that's 30dayfoodsupply.com where all of our products are produced in oregon by oregon trail foods 30dayfoodsupply.com Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. While my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues no matter how serious or trivial. 
legal. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Results will vary from case to case. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-297-0154. That's 800-297-0154. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. That's 800-297-0154. Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. You're coming to a lot of conclusions, Larry Holcomb, about what, for example, President Carter may or may not have known. And we understand the fact that he had reported a UFO sighting before being elected president. After he takes office, he doesn't talk about it. And he said he was going to talk about it. Right, exactly. Now, he campaigned, right. Sure. Of course, what presidents campaign to do, <laughs> how often does that really happen? Right. But, but let's look at this. You're making a lot of conclusions here. On what do you base all these conclusions about what a particular president knew or didn't know? You're talking about the conclusions as far as is, is what what. Carter knew or what? What any president knows about this, because you're making conclusions in this book about presidents and their connection to UFOs, what they knew or what they didn't know, what they were read in. How do you come to your various conclusions? Well, uh, each president is different, and, and, and I try to cover that in the book. Uh, our listeners won't have this book till next spring. Yeah. So we want to tell our listeners, give them a hint about what you've got here. So overall, you have a lot of conclusions you're giving us about what's going on, what the presidents knew or didn't know. How do you arrive at those conclusions? Because of certain background information that involves each president, and each and all of the background information is different. It's, it's, it's uh, what Ronald Reagan, for instance, said when uh, he had two sightings of UFOs and, and, and what he said about UFOs. Uh, Jerry Ford uh, was deeply involved to the extent of writing a very detailed letter to the uh, House Armed Services Committee, Mendel Rivers, uh, about having congressional hearings on it. Yet when he gets into office, he says nothing. You know, uh, when Carter gets into office, he says nothing. So yeah, all of these 
presidents had different circumstances leading up to becoming president. Lyndon Johnson uh, is an enigma to me. Uh, that's the that's the one person I can't get a real good handle on, although he was involved and was being dogged by Dr. James E. McDonald and uh, Dr. J. Allen Hynek. They were riding his coattails, his backside, pretty hard uh, to the point that it is reported that he told Vice President Humphrey to get his science advisor and uh, to get a group of people together, which included Kelly Johnson and Art Lundahl uh, and others, to do a study of of UFOs and get back to him. He wanted to get uh, uh, Jim McDonald off his off his backside. So there are different circumstances with every president that that you can't say for sure that this is this is an absolute fact but you just put the dots out there and see if 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 they're connectable and i think in in a lot of cases uh, many cases most cases the dots are connectable well let's look at reagan what did reagan know about ufos you said he has two sightings but once he gets into office we have that comment about the possibility of war in outer space very cryptic comment. Other than that, what? There are reports, and I can't put my hand on like this minute, but there are there is there are reports or a report that Reagan's um, I don't want to say handlers, but his advisors had a hard time keeping him away publicly away from the subject of UFOs because he was he was very interested in it because he had seen them. It, whether that's true or not, I I don't know. But it's uh, uh, I wish I could put my hands on on that information right now. But yeah, Reagan Reagan, uh, Reagan certainly had a deep interest in it. There's a there's a he talks about when he was governor of California seeing a, a UFO and had his pilot. I think they were flying on a Citation and uh, jet and um, he saw the ufo pointed out to the pilot and had the pilot actually try to chase the thing and someone asked the pilot later uh, did he really think that uh, uh, reagan believed that uh, ufos were extraterrestrial and the pilot's response was after what we saw uh how could you think otherwise um so um uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that 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 Reagan. Then there's a there's this briefing, this alleged briefing that's that's out there that I mentioned in the book, um, sort of reluctantly, but uh, it, it sits in my dubious file. But anyway, the, a briefing that William Casey was supposed to have given is supposed to have given to Ronald Reagan. Uh, uh, involving uh, Roswell, extraterrestrials that we had recovered, uh, spacecraft uh, craft that we had recovered, and what have you, a very lengthy briefing that's on that's on the Internet. Um, again, where did it come from? Who released the recording? Where is the actual recording? Um, the only thing that I find really very interesting is in it is that 
Well, I find the whole thing interesting if it's if it's factual. If it's factual, it's a bombshell. But uh, it does have Reagan's ring to it. Uh, it it when you read it, uh, it 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 sounds Reagan-esque. Um, and the and the way the briefing was done sounds accurate. So I don't know. As I say, it rests in my dubious file. I mention it in the book. I go into it a little bit. But uh, um, and if that if it's accurate, Reagan was deeply briefed on the subject. All right, we're going to have to break in a couple of minutes, but I wanted to bring up something earlier, and then we'll get to later presidents. The story that Eisenhower allegedly goes to get some emergency dental work but really gets to see a UFO, a couple of aliens, that sort of thing, that story. Do you take it seriously? Uh, not that story. Uh, it doesn't add up. Uh, he was only out of the public view. I mean, he was supposed to have uh, broken a tooth eating fried chicken at 8 o'clock at night, and uh, they say that he was out of the public view. Uh, well... <laughs> until he went to church the next morning. Well, why wouldn't he be? I mean, <laughs> you know, 8 o'clock at night until you go to church the next morning, would the president be in the public view? Uh, he had played golf with Ben Hogan either that day or the the, the next day or the following Monday. I think this that was a Saturday night. Then he went to church on Sunday, and he, and he played golf with Ben Hogan on Monday and some others. He played uh, golf with uh, either Samuel Goldwyn or one of the Hollywood producers. How do you go and play golf on one day, then overnight go and visit extraterrestrials and then come back, go to church and play golf the next day? And nothing adds up. And the the timeline is just too tight. Um, Um... it, that doesn't add up. Now, I think that was 1954, I believe. I believe that he did go to Holloman Air Force Base when he was supposed to be quail hunting in Georgia in February of 1955. I think that story has a great deal of merit to it. Uh, still, I believe he went there. I believe he saw a flying saucer, if you will, I still have problems um, with the fact that, and I thought Art Campbell researched this, as you all know, Art Campbell uh, researched this in in depth, and Art gave me a great deal of information on it. Let's pursue this further on our next segment, then we'll get back to a quick summary of what the other presidents may or may not know, and then we'll get some more questions involved. We have Larry Holcomb. The book is entitled Presidents and UFOs. You're on with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. UnseenNow.com, proud sponsor of GCN. Unseen Now's unparalleled encryption tools keep your communications secure. GCN. 
So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TechNightOwl for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. We all have our own idea about what being safe and secure means. The door's locked, bills are paid, you've got a job that keeps the lights on, and a home to call your own. But what happens when Mother Nature throws a curveball? I'm telling you, yeah, cover. cover. Are you prepared to live without electricity or passable roads for weeks at a time? Do you even have a plan B? If you do, are you willing to bet your life on it? Children left with no homes. And no one's coming to help them. Help them. The first step towards self-reliance in the face of disaster is a visit to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you'll find the absolute best prices on storable foods, non-GMO seeds, emergency water filtration devices, and so much more. All orders over $49 qualify for free shipping in the lower 48 states. Call 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. And speak to one of our preparedness advisors today or visit us at mypatriotsupply.com remember before it's time to survive it's time to prepare this alert just came in this special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. I'm Kay Swirling from KSCO Radio in Santa Cruz. I'm 93 years old, and I'm a big fan of Alex Jones because he has the courage to speak his mind more than just about anyone I know. Alex is just as bothered as I am about all the advertising you hear for toxic prescription drugs that make you sicker, not healthy. I prefer to give my body all 90 essential nutrients it needs for life to prevent prevent disease, not compound it. 
My favorite complete supplement is Beyond Tangy Tangerine from Longevity, which I take every day along with EFA Plus and Beyond OsteoFX. I recommend you go online to InfoWarsTeam.com to purchase these products and make them part of your daily regimen to get healthy and live longer. InfoWarsTeam.com Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. The book is The Presidents and UFOs. Larry Colcombe is the author. Let's just move on because we can stop at any one of these topics and spend a whole show on them and we never oh, cover no anything question. Yeah. no question george hw bush the cia guy vice president becomes president he must have known something right well in the book i say that i i have some question that because people think because that george bush was director of cia that he had all the the ufo information he was only head of CIA, director of CIA for one year. You had Alan Dulles that was director for what? Six, seven, eight years? Colby for a number of years. You had a lot of people that were director of CIA far longer than Bush. So, because he was director of CIA for one year, and I really don't know that the director of CIA, they, they're appointed in, in, in how much they are really on the inside either, although certainly more, some more than others. Now, Bush certainly could have been, but there's only so much he could have learned on this subject with everything else as, as DCI uh, that he had to deal with. So this one subject is, is, is a really a big plateful to learn in one year. However, with that being said, he leaves the Central Intelligence, then becomes vice president with Reagan, who was obviously extremely interested in the subject, and then becomes president himself, so that by that time, he could be really deeply involved in the in in and have a great deal of knowledge in the uh, the UFO issue. But I don't necessarily think that it's because he was uh, DCI for for one year. But uh, that's that's my opinion. Chris, do we have some listener questions you want to bring up now? Yeah, um, I do actually, Gene. Uh, there's a number of them here that we've already covered. But um, Larry, looking at the executive briefing doc document uh, that Friedman is fairly certain is or very certain as real, do you think that uh, that particular uh, briefing for Eisenhower in 62 uh, happened and this document is legitimate? I think, the, yeah, I think uh, the uh, uh, that document, the Eisenhower briefing document, is, is legitimate. I, that's that's my opinion. Uh, uh, I've, I've looked at it. Uh, I've looked at the... The points that people bring up, one of them is, uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting my documents confused now, but um, 
yeah, to answer your question, I think that the Eisenhower briefing document is 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 legitimate. Okay, I have another question, and this comes from Stagger Lee, who has been a um, foreign poster since September 2012, and he's uh, he's wondering. It's kind of a follow-up to the above question. Uh, he's wondering if you believe the U.S. government is aware of the abduction phenomenon, and if they think it's a real ongoing program. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely do think they're aware of it, and I think they've they've been deeply involved in it. Are deeply involved in it. Uh, uh I mean, they, well, his follow his follow up question is: Do you think that the, there's some sort of agreement between the government and the intelligence is responsible for these abductions? Do I think that there's an agreement between the government? And extraterrestrials? Or the intelligence is responsible. We don't really truly know if they're extraterrestrial. Uh, Reagan's comment aside, you know, what else could they be? We don't have a shred of, of proof or evidence uh, that I know of, correct me if I'm wrong, that we're dealing with off-planet intelligences. So the question is, is a little bit more general. But, you know, we are dealing with something... Um, that you feel is a real phenomenon, and do you think the government is in cahoots with uh, whomever is, is, you know, behind the abductions? Uh, that's in my dubious basket. I, I just don't know, I, 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 and I don't think anybody else does. You know, we've got uh, there are people that say that say that when Eisenhower that Eisenhower met with the extraterrestrials and they signed treaties where the where a certain amount of people could be abducted and studied and as long as they weren't harmed and and returned and the the extraterrestrials haven't lived up to this. Uh, that's, yeah, that, that's, that, that's that's on the, the fringe. That's good science fiction. Uh, yeah, it, that's on the fringe, yeah. and I I just don't I don't go there. It's 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 just it's too far to the mainstream for, as far as I'm concerned. Well, here's another question from Dave M, who is a longtime poster uh, here at forum.paracast.com. Dave's been tuning in since 2007, and he's wondering, Larry, if you believe President Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe were killed because either one of them, either parties. We're getting ready to announce what they knew about aliens and UFOs. I would take Marilyn Monroe out of the equation. Uh, I don't know how she would fit into it, and if I think if she came out and said it, it probably be would be ridiculed anyway. Um, if she had come out and said something like that, it would have been it would have been ridiculed a lot more. Uh, uh, people with uh, uh, much higher credentials that have have said such things than Marilyn Monroe. Uh, as far as John F. Kennedy, uh, was he assassinated? Uh, I cover that in in my book, and I give all the reasons. The the Byrne memo, who his advisors were, uh, who was who was head of. Uh, 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 counterintelligence for the CIA, which was James Jesus Angleton, who was a brilliant but rather paranoid, uh, who was certainly capable of of pulling off a very very complicated conspiracy 
for an assassination for Kennedy's assassination, if such a thing occurred, it, it would he was certainly capable of doing that, and and uh, and I just I lay these I lay these uh, what facts they are out and let the reader decide if the dots are connectable. Um, uh, personally, I don't know. I think it's I think it's within the realm of possibility. I think it's. I think the, the the Kennedy involvement in this issue, this extraterrestrial issue, is uh, is far far more uh, could carry far more weight than a lot of the fantastic uh, uh, conspiracy theories that float around about. His. And there's there's a bunch there's a bunch of yeah. them too, boy. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. a question from Matt Fastick, who's been at Forum poster at forum.theparacast.com since July 2012. And he's wondering, uh, Larry, if you could share, in your opinion, what you feel is the most overlooked and or unknown story regarding presidents and UFOs. Good question. Um, what is the most unknown story involved? Or overlooked. Overlooked and or unknown story. I think the most overlooked story is is the Bob Emenegger story and and the his documentary and the background of the documentary. I think that that's I think that that uh, that story coming from someone of Bob Emenegger's character who I've gotten to know well. I've even spent the night at his house. My wife and I spent the night at his house or his guest house. And I interviewed and talked to Bob at length, and we've we've corresponded. He sent me reams of of documents, and um, I think that story uh, uh, and the fact that he made a documentary that had the, that obviously had the support of the government is one of the most over overlooked uh, issues in ufology today. Um, and that's well, the why- fact. As you discussed, the fact that the uh, the Holloman landing footage was offered, 600 feet of footage was offered by uh, the production crew, and then withdrawn. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and let, me, let me let me let me add to that. The film was offered, and then it was taken away. And the reason it was taken away was Watergate exploded. That's true. Very yeah, popular, perfect timing. And then Watergate exploded, and they came to him. His contact, Bill Carruthers at the White House, came to him and said, Bob, I'm sorry to tell you, we can't give you the film. We're just getting too much heat now. Uh, let's, we're going to have a lot of heat if we don't do this break. Okay. <laughs> All right. Larry Holcomb is with Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast. GCN. Proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Find out how to stop Big Brother and his tracks at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. We love that you're passionate about GCN. And whether you're a listener, a business owner, or a radio industry professional, we've redesigned the new GCN newsletter to keep you in the know. Get updates on your favorite GCN shows and hosts. Go to GCNlive.com and click on the banner in the upper left corner. Just for signing up, you're automatically entered for monthly giveaways. Start receiving your newsletter today. The future of talk radio. GCN. Hi, this 
this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. With autumn in the air, it's time to think about getting ready for winter. And it's time to save at HerbalHealer.com. You'll find amazing seasonal savings to prepare you for the fight against cold and flu season. Like Oregacillin to promote lung health. 30 capsules, regularly $34.95, now only $25. HHA Olive Leaf, the natural antiviral, normally $16.95, now 60 capsules are just $12. HHA Elderberry Power, a great flu and virus fighter, regularly $16.95, 60 capsules, now $10. Save on all our homeopathic detoxes. Choose from lungs, kidney, liver, brain, libido, or whole body. Normally $26.95, now just $20. Visit HerbalHealer.com and click on the Fall Winter Specials button to save on all our natural cold and flu fighting products. Also explore our Herbal Healer Academy correspondence courses that teach you how to handle your health naturally. HerbalHealer.com, healing the world with nature, one person at a time, since 1988. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Of course, a crazy conspiracy theory, Larry Holcomb, would be that Watergate was discovered and revealed to hide disclosure of UFOs and prevent it. Ooh. Yeah, that? that's a good one, Gene. I've never heard that, but... Yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a ring to it, doesn't it, Larry? Yeah, yeah, it really does. <laughs> that's a, that's a new one, Omega. You got me there. Yeah, yeah, I like that, Gene. We're going to have to look into that more, uh, Larry. Uh, I think that's a good one. Now, here's one from Vesby High Folk, and, and this is one that I've often wondered, and his question is, is there any evidence whatsoever that President Truman actually inspected the Roswell crash saucer uh, debris? Not that I know of, not that I've, I've ever heard. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I've never read anywhere that he uh, that he did at all. I don't know that it would be necessary for him to do it. That's not saying that he didn't out of curiosity, but he wasn't. A, he's not a scientist. Well, he was from the Show Me, the Missouri, you know, Missouri, the Show Me state. So <laughs> one would think something as as you know amazing and groundbreaking as you know debris from an actual extraterrestrial craft. You'd think that the the show me president, you know, had to sign the buck stops here. He'd be very interested to see that, and and would would make uh, some sort of effort to ascertain, you know, for himself, and not only rely on his you know military personnel, but also uh, you know possibly see it himself. Uh, that's a good question, actually. I'm, I'm yeah, it is. I have never seen any documentation anywhere that that really points in that direction. There may have been some speculation, somebody writing some speculation on it, but I've often seen, and not to say that it didn't happen. I just have not seen in any of the research that I've done that there's any concrete evidence that he did. Uh, I think there was a report that he uh, went to 
perhaps New Mexico or at some point during that time, but that was proven to be false. So uh, no, I don't know of it. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I don't. Uh, I don't know of it. Well, here's another interesting question that I've always had, and that is, I've seen over the years uh, kind of hints and allegations that Werner von Braun was uh, present at some point uh, soon after the Roswell uh, story broke, and that he had come up from white stands to ascertain the situation for himself. I have never seen any sort of smoking gun evidence that uh, the uh, Defense Industrial uh, Security Council, or DISC, uh, I love the acronym, uh, which he was, I think, head of at the time, uh, or shortly thereafter, I've never seen any real smoking gun evidence that he did make a trip to Roswell, but it's come up in a a number of conversations with researchers over the years. Have you ever encountered any documentation that suggests Uh, that one of Von Braun was president? Yeah, but I can't put my finger on it. And and it, and it, there's no question that you had a lot. He was just down the road. I mean, White Sands is just. Yeah, I mean, I I would, I would certainly think that he would have been in the loop. Maybe not, but I'll tell you. Well, especially if if there was any suspicion that it could have been, uh, you know, German technology that was being uh, brought out and and brazenly displayed for, uh, you know, for the Southern Territory military and um, security apparatus of the United States. Uh, You would think uh, him or Herman Holbrook or somebody would have been brought in, at least brought into the loop and and possibly even make a trip there themselves. Um, I have heard that uh, that there are some little hints, as you said. I I mean, I can't put my finger on where exactly I saw this or who I heard it from, but that he actually did make a a quick trip up to Roswell soon after the, uh, the story broke. Well, it could very well be. I mean, you had there were there was no question of a lot of people in the loop. Edward Teller, uh, Lincoln LaPlace, uh, uh, Clyde Tumba, Doctor Charles Moore, who was in, involved in the General Mills uh, Skyhook balloon deal that had seen a saucer in his. I forget what they call those things at the time that they viewed uh, weather balloons through. The mogul, um, the mogul balloon train, right? Yeah. You had Enrico Fermi, all of these people at uh, Sandia and Los Alamos had seen these things. They had seen these green fireballs. All of these right. scientists out there had seen them. And uh, so you would think that certainly uh, he would be on that same that same level and would have but I don't know. Well, that's I don't know. that's was a good the, question for our listening audience. If anybody yeah. knows of a source that can be cited that, that does indicate that Werner von Braun was uh, present at Roswell at some point, uh, you know, shortly during or shortly after the, the story book, uh, I'd be very interested to know. And so would our, uh, our vast listening audience out there. Good question, because it, it, it's, it's really very interesting that all of these very prominent scientists had seen these things. And one scientist said that they were they had become so common when they were having nuclear tests or rocket launches or, or what have you that the thing showed up every time they had one of these tests that they just started ignoring them that it, it that they no. were, you know they were there and and all no. these prominent scientists saw it you know the the famous story about who was it Clyde Tombaugh uh, that uh, he and his wife and uh, Family members sitting in his backyard in uh, New Mexico saw this this object fly over that he said was astounding. 
that he he saw a UFO. Remind, remind our listeners who, who Clyde Tombaugh was. Wasn't he Hoover's he right-hand man? Well, he was a scientist that discovered Pluto. I'm thinking of he, Clyde Tolson. Yeah, no, Tombaugh was the, was the scientist. He worked at, I don't know if he was at Sandia or, or uh, Los Alamos. I think it was Los Alamos. And he was the he was the he discovered Pluto. So uh, that was oh right, of course, and and founded the astronomy department at, at NAU up the road from uh-huh. here. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I, I have you know read over the years accounts of Sandy and Los Alamos scientists, especially during the green fireball waves of the, uh, right. of the late forties. Uh, quite a number of them saw these things. Here's a question from Blowfish, who's one of our our uh, very active posters at forum.paracast.com. Uh, his occupation he put down is seeking knowledge, and uh, here's his question, trying to seek some more knowledge. Do you think other government leaders have their own type of MJ-12 groups which use ultra-secret cryptid systems to pass on information regarding such events of so-called predator encounters which subjects have been taken? I'm not exactly sure what he's asking here, but I, I think the gist of it is, do you think other governments have compartmentalized groups, uh, highly secretive groups that that uh, you know vacuum cleaner up uh, this type of, uh, of of information, craft saucers, let's say, uh, very close encounter uh, experiences uh, within the military, that sort of thing, and and if they do, do you think they're siphoning these these uh, these events and the information off to the U.S. government? Or do you think they're holding on to them, you know, autonomously? Well, I think that uh, with that question, that all of the gov, most all of the governments, if not all of them, because the UFO issue, the phenomenon is is worldwide, and it's happening to to all countries around the globe. And I think that that uh, certainly most, if not all, of the governments have some operating group that look into this, some more than others. And I also think that they're becoming more, especially South American countries, are coming far more open with what they have and what they have found and what they have on file uh, uh, and leaving the United States, as I state in the book, like a a stupid ostrich with its head stuck in the sand. (laughs) Where where you've got all of these other countries that are becoming more and more open and releasing their files and and uh, whether they're sharing information with us, they're probably getting fed up with us and said, you know, we're gonna, you know, the United States is uh, is, is 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 being ridiculous, and we are sooner or later. I wouldn't, I would not be surprised to see a major country like France just. Completely open up and say, "Yeah, we've 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 got the proof." We got to uh, do our break. The book is "The Presidents and UFOs." Larry Holcomb's our guest. And before we're warned by our sponsors that we got to do this break, let me tell you: with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com 
That's A2, that's number two, A2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. On Facebook, on the news, and in conversations with friends, we're bombarded every day with advice on how to be healthier, from gluten-free and non-GMO diets to how much exercise and sleep the body needs. But how much have you heard about alkalizing the body? AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are a holistic and natural way to get your body's pH levels back in balance. Just a few drops in water will help your body rid itself of harmful waste. And even the healthiest of diets can be complemented with your daily use of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Who isn't looking for more vibrance, vigor, and energy? Now buy two bottles of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops and get $10 off your order. Visit AlkaVision.com or call 800-518-7615. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops are packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds. Open the door to greater health, vitality, and zest for life. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health. Call 800-518-7615 or head to AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. 
On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, we're asking questions of our guest, Larry Holcomb. The book is The Presidents and UFOs, coming out from St. Martin's Press next year. But you're getting a preview right now, and that's cool. Chris, any more questions before we get back to some things I want to bring up? Yes, uh, the, our good uh, friend Polterworth from Germany. Uh, yes. has been a long-time poster uh, here at the Paracast, and you too can ask questions of our guests. Just uh, go to forum.theparacast.com, sign up, become a member, and you too can ask questions that we'll ask on the air. Now, Polterworth is really interested in Jimmy Carter's sighting. And um, as you probably know, Larry, uh, some people have said that he may have seen a star low on the horizon, uh, like a binary star, for instance, Arcturus or uh, Beetlejuice. Sometimes when it gets low, the atmospheric lensing separates the blue and the red colors, and it makes them appear to jump around. Has Carter ever indicated that he is aware of how the atmospheric layers uh, with different densities uh, create, create this lensing effect? Has he ever, um, like, denied that that's what it could, could have been that he saw? And that's the first part of his question. The second part is, has any other member of the crowd Jimmy Carter was with when he saw his UFO ever spoken about exactly what they saw and if it had been truly anomalous? Good question. I've, I've never heard anybody else uh, verify his sighting. That is a good question, and it's uh, the, the second half uh, uh, is what I'm referring to. Uh, it is a good question, and in studying Carter and, and, and his sighting, uh, there were a number of, of uh, men that were standing outside of the, this restaurant or wherever, uh, I think it was a restaurant, in Leary, Georgia, and, and saw this thing. Um, and I don't know, I can't remember for sure if anyone else has spoken out about it. It seems to me that I did read somewhere that 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 one of the people, or perhaps two of the people that were there, did say, yes, they saw it, they verified what Carter said. And 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 he did uh, he did go into some details and, and 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 Carter was an amateur astronomer and he said he knew the stars and he knew astronomy and this wasn't any star and that it was far too big uh, and um, I don't know that he's ever that he ever said anything about the atmosphere causing it to change color but it certainly did change color I forget from white to yellow to blue or something in that, you know, something in that of that nature. But it did change uh, uh, color. Um, it, um, boy, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said as far as the movement of it. I'm having a hard time re- recalling exactly what his, what his description of how it moved or it didn't move in relation to a, a star. But he was convinced it was. He knew it was no star. He said flat out it was no star. He didn't know what it was, and he said, "I'm not saying that I don't." I think he said, "I don't say or think that it was extraterrestrial." But I certainly don't have any indication of what it was, and it was extremely unusual. So it was a pretty good sighting. But uh, no, I don't remember him saying anything about uh, any effects of the atmosphere on it causing it to change color. But it certainly right. Well, that's, that's been one theory that's been posed by uh, skeptics and debunkers over the years to try to downplay the importance of, you know, a 
soon to be president, uh, president uh, having uh, a pretty spectacular sighting. Well, but you know, Poulterworth goes on and is wondering, kind of musing here uh, about Carter clamming up once he became president. And he's wondering if maybe the Air Force had uh, told him uh, some secret findings or the CIA possibly, that possibly they include him in to some information uh, he wouldn't have otherwise been given uh, if he wasn't president. And that's what essentially uh, shut him up and made him play it down uh, in later years. Well, what are your feelings on that? Uh, why the turnaround? I mean, Jimmy, well, we- Jimmy really was into it. We touched on that a little earlier. Yeah, I think they were. I think the keepers of the secret, if you will, were concerned about Carter. But my speculation is, it, yeah, they got to him and said, "Okay, uh, here's here's some basics, and if this is revealed to the public, there could be dire consequences, uh, something along those lines." And I think that the, that uh, yeah, our intelligence uh, folks got to him and said, uh, "Mr. President, this is just something you should stay away from." Let's move to a couple of other presidents here because we don't have a lot of time. We have two and a half segments left of the show. Time really flies, and I know we haven't covered near the ground we wanted to cover. But let me just ask you very quickly here, and let's go through them. All right. Clinton. Now, we know that his last chief of staff, John Podesta, is obviously very interested in UFOs and been very public about it. But what do you think Clinton knew, if anything? Probably a lot more now than he knew when he came into office. Uh, <laughs> and that's not much of an answer. I think that Clinton wanted to know. He wanted the information. I think that a great deal of the information was probably withheld from him. He made some very telling statements after he left the White House. The speech he made in, I think it was Northern Ireland, where he was talking he was he was addressing a letter that he got from a young fellow asking about Roswell and did did he know if Roswell really happened if it was an alien spacecraft that crashed there and Clinton said in his speech Johnny or whomever you are if you are out there listening let me say that no I had it investigated. I even sent some people out there and and investigated it. And no, I don't believe an alien spacecraft crashed in Roswell. However, something about the Air Force, I don't believe the Air Force uh, knew that uh, knows that there or has any any information on a or had any information on a on a spacecraft from Roswell. I'm not doing this justice, not having this right in front of me. But anyway, and he said uh, the key state, two key statements. He said, of course, I wouldn't be the first president the bureaucrats lied to. Now, I think that's a pretty telling statement. The other statement, if you examine it, in speeches that presidents give are carefully scripted. And he said he talked about the Air Force didn't recover any alien spacecraft. Well, in July of 1947, there was no Air Force. The Air Force did not come into being until the fall of 1947. And so we shouldn't f- we shouldn't also forget, Larry, that Clinton is a Rhodes Scholar, 
a lawyer and he knows how to parse his phrases and maybe that's it. And he even quibbled on how you define it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if. <laughs> hey, let's do our break with Larry Holcomb. Presidents and UFOs. More to come with Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast. From the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three square meals you'll need in an emergency. So the freeze-dry guys three-square meal unit sale is just a ticket. A variety pack of tasty, nourishing breakfast, lunch, and dinner on sale now. Breakfast is freeze-dry guys' favorite. Hot oatmeal and sweet dehydrated bananas. Lunch is Mountain House freeze-dried hot macaroni and cheese and crisp green beans. And dinner is Mountain House long grain wild rice pilaf and hearty beef stew, vegetables, and gravy. Call freeze-dry guy and ask for details on the 120 26 serving three square meals unit. One case normally $164.37. Sale price at only $138.90. Save over 25 bucks. Get two or three cases and save even more. Or ask about Freeze Dry Guys Fall Chili Special. Always free shipping to lower 48 states. Call 866-404-3663 or click freezedryguy.com. And hurry, the Fall Chili Special and three square meals unit are on sale while supplies last. From the Freeze Dry Guy, the finest freeze dried and dehydrated foods available for long term storage, period. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercials. Just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us and advertise at GCNlive.com. And an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. 
That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows you can't afford to wait so call 866-91-STEEL lock in your price now call 866-91-STEEL that's 866-917-8335 hi this is nick pope you're listening to the paracast let me just throw a couple at you here in this segment larry holcomb mm-hmm. bush jr or w would he have known anything about this? Uh, yeah, I think he he probably he probably knew a fair amount, but Bush was concerned was consumed with nine eleven and the after effect of nine eleven and the war on terror. I, I think um, I think that he probably had a great deal of knowledge from both his dad and Dick Cheney. I think Cheney, you know, uh, uh, Bush was asked what he knew about UFOs, and he said, go ask Cheney. Well, the the smart money, so to speak, is that Rumsfeld and Cheney were really in the loop. Those two were really really in with the the insiders uh, on knowledge of UFOs. As a matter of fact, I found a letter... uh, uh, in one of the presidential libraries from uh, Donald Kehoe to Don Rumsfeld, telling uh, Don Rumsfeld that he would certainly keep, when, when Rumsfeld was chief of staff to President Ford, that he'd certainly keep him informed of anything that NICAP found out, that his organization NICAP uh, found out. And uh, it was enclosing some documents and what have you. And Rumsfeld wrote back to him and said, I appreciate you doing that for me, uh, Don, very much. Uh, thanks a lot for your for all of your help. Well, his, the uh, chief of staff to the president, Jerry Ford, writing the head of the uh, National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena, uh, thanking him for keeping him informed of what they were finding out. Now, was that just, was he just, was he doing that for uh, for the president and officially, or was he just doing it out of personal curiosity? I wrote a letter, I, I sent an email to Rumsfeld's office and asked if he would reply to this letter that I found and what I was writing in my book about it. And his secretary wrote back and said, if you would send Mr. Rumsfeld or Secretary Rumsfeld uh, the chapter that is in your book, he will review it and decide whether he wants to get back to you. And I never heard back from him. As a matter of fact, I did hear back from her that said that she had copied everything and put it on his desk, but I never heard anything back from him, which is not surprising. As a matter of history... So Donald Kehoe was no longer director of NICAP in the 70s when Ford was president. In fact, NICAP was pretty much downhill from there. Just a matter um, of historical perspective. Even though Kehoe was still active in the field, I met him in those years. I interviewed him. 
So I know he was still writing books and everything and giving lectures. But NICAP's... You know, I may have this. I may have. My age is catching. The the letter, I believe, was not from from Kehoe. You're right. It was from J. Allen Hynek to Rumsfeld. Uh I believe that's the case. And when it was uh, Center for UFO Studies, I think that's what it was. I think it was Alan Hynek. I kind of think that Kehoe, at that point, was made no effort to contact somebody like Rumsfeld. Not at all. Uh, we can call him Blofeld. That's it. I, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was looking to see if I could come up with it real quick. I think that's... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I've got it. Yeah. Dear Don, in keeping your kind request of being kept informed, so on and so forth, best regards, Alan. And, and uh, Rumsfeld writes back, Dear Alan, thanks for your thoughtful note and materials concerning the UFO phenomena. I appreciate seeing the enclosures. Sincerely, Donald Rumsfeld. So, yeah, it was Alan Hynek. Okay, uh, well, we yeah. got that. We got that straight now. I'm glad about yeah. it. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate you bringing it up. That was, a, that was an old man's mistake. Well, I'm not much younger, I don't think, but I knew Kehoe, so that's how it goes. All right, let's move to one more thing before we see if we have any more questions in the till. And the obvious thing is the guy who's there now, Obama. Right, right. Does he know anything about any of this? I doubt it. Not a, uh, to any degree. A snowball's chance in where? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't think the keepers of the secrets, <laughs> uh, if you don't mind me using that phrase, I, I don't think that uh, that they would trust President Obama. Um, I don't doubt that he hadn't been briefed to some degree, but I certainly don't think it in any depth. Um, because I, I just don't think he's he's trusted. And uh, um, you're saying the military authorities don't trust him. I don't think that what I the the group that I call the keepers of the secrets trust him, and that is the people that have the information and those that can release the information. Um. Um, would they feel then that he would reveal something if he knew? I think that's possible, yeah. yeah. Would we have said the same thing about President Clinton? And I want to ask you another question here, which is goes back to the conspiracy of Watergate. That's something I kind of made up, let me be frank about it. But if we're going to have efforts to stop disclosure of the secret, and we know that... President Clinton had an affinity towards skirt chasing, as they say, which a lot of presidents did. Would the Monica Lewinsky revelation be another way to sidetrack any revelation about UFOs? I mean, it's the same theory. It it could be, but I I think that that there's a reason I ask that, but go ahead. Who's put in the, who, what president is in the loop of knowledge and had deeply there in the loop of knowledge is controlled by a very few people. Um, the military, very few, uh, how can I say this very quickly? I had a, I have a friend, a retired uh, bird colonel in the Air Force who has, uh, it's been a, a, a 
done work as a lobbyist in Washington and has close friends that he came up in the Air Force with, although he's not a general, he has a number of general officers that he's close friends with, including a couple of four stars, uh, some three stars and some two stars. He wrote each one of them about when I was doing this book, if they would be interested to comment on their knowledge of UFOs. Everyone wrote back to him and said, sure, they'd be glad to talk. No, all but one wrote back to him and said, John, I'll be, we'd be glad to talk to Larry. That's no problem at all, but the problem, I don't really know. They said, you know, one of them said, I really am interested in the subject, but I don't know. You talk to me, a four-star general, man. The one that wrote back and said, I don't want anything to do with this subject, was a two-star general that was head of a command that would know about every object that came into our atmosphere. I really probably... For the sake of John, don't want to go any farther than that with what he. But you can guess what he was, who, what he was in command of. He didn't want to touch it. The reason I asked my let me just say, the reason I asked my silly question before is if a president, despite everything, threatens or is in danger of revealing this secret about UFOs, would they do things politically to stop him? cause a scandal or something, deflect attention, show him that if you say the wrong thing, we know about it and we're going to stop it. All of the above and more. Wow. Well, that that leads to a question here from Dave M. And he says some presidents, like Clinton, seem genuinely interested in the UFO question. If these presidents can't get answers uh, due to some sort of need to know, why don't they just force the issues, such as sending a task force to Area 51-S4 and demand an answer? And before we get the answer to that question, we have other questions to be answered. Larry Holcomb, the Presidents and UFOs. By the way, if you want to get a free copy of Chris O'Brien's Secrets of the Mysterious Valley, go to our site, thepowercast.com, thepowercast.com, sign up for our free newsletter, and we'll send you an ebook copy of Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. UnseenNow.com, proud sponsor of GCN. Unseen Now's unparalleled encryption tools keep your communications secure. GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com.
Ouch! My back is out again. Hi, Dr. Ortman with Wellspring Spinal Care. If you're experiencing neck, mid, or lower back pain, this information is for you. One of the complaints that I hear is patients receive their typical adjustment, only having to repeat them as the pain returns. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the battle. At Wellspring Spinal Care, we have the entire solution. We use the NUCA approach, utilizing three-dimensional x-rays and gentle touch technology to deliver specific correction. We then design a custom nutritional supplement program which provides essential nutrients targeting the areas of concern. With a NUCA approach and proper nutrition, you'll be on your way to a faster and more permanent recovery. To get you on the road to wellness, visit drortman.com. That's Dr. O-R-T-M-A-N.com. Or call us today, 952-303-9124. That's 952-303-9124. Wellspring Spinal Care, chiropractic done right. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, Chris being at a secret location in Sedona, which changes momentarily. Larry Holcomb joining us. Okay, so the question that Chris asked kind of follows my question, I think very much so, about the president being yeah, able to force the issue. Send the task force and break down the gates and say, we want to know what's going on here. <laughs> well, you, you really, you're starting to get into an area where uh, the president is, is, he's the commander in chief, but he's sort of taking over 
that would be a very radical move for for any president to make to go against his uh, military like that because let, let, these things are controlled by the military to begin with. Uh, you know, you're talking about Area 51, which I think is. <laughs> Boys, you know, it's a red area. I mean, for the most yeah, I part, think, I, I think, I think that that's 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 a is is a more of a farce. If if they've got artifacts anywhere, it's probably somewhere like Dugway. I think that they use Area Fifty One as a diversion, but is, right. you know, that's another subject. We got this this subject. Well, let's let's get real. Here. A lot of this information there is probably held in the private sector, out of reach of uh, FOIA and out of reach of. Uh, you know, just inquiring minds and government oversight. I mean, but you, you know, uh, let's get real. You, you, yeah, you, the, can't, the, you can't FOIA, uh, you know, uh, McDonnell Douglas or... You take McDonnell Douglas or TRW Systems or, or Lockheed Martin, they're so good at security. They're so good at keeping, keeping secrets. They're better than the government. So, uh, yeah, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. This information, they make up, a, they make up, they have a, a group of people that are part of this core group that we are, that I've been talking about. Chris, any more questions? We pretty much covered, covered them all. Um, you know, obviously some of our, you know, prior segments, uh, went over some of the material that, um, we, we would now just be kind of regurgitating here, but, uh, yeah, pretty much. I think we've covered uh, the bulk of it. So, Larry, since the book, you started in the book, has anyone come to you from the government and said, hey, don't do this? <laughs> no, it's not out yet. I don't, I don't anticipate it. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, a lot of the things that I talk about are, uh, are directed at the, uh, at the, at what I call the casual observer. And, uh, well, most of the stuff is if people want to dig, dig, it's been, it's been out there. Uh, there are some new things in the book. There's uh, some sightings that I put um, by the people have related to me, and but no, I haven't been threatened. I don't, uh, I don't think that that's no, no men in beige showing up with Samsonite suitcases filled with used uh, hundred dollar bills yet, huh? No, they're too. I've been waiting for them to show up at my house, man. Oh, you're getting too close to the truth, uh, Mr. O'Brien. Uh, this should dissuade you. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping and waiting, but uh, like my uh, my friend Stanton Friedman said, uh, when the uh, majestic, majestic documents came out, uh, uh, the uh, uh, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I wish the government would arrest me." Because that would prove it's all true. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, there's one. Uh, there's so many things that you can talk about here. We got any time left? Oh, we have maybe. I'd say about five minutes. I, I one thing I wanted to bring up that 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 really tickles me uh, every time I think about it. You know, we we haven't talked about the Condon report, but the 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 Edward U. Condon that wrote the 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 Condon report on the findings of the Colorado project, which was a as somebody said was the most or one scientist read it said it was the most biased piece of of uh, scientific work he had ever seen. Well, let's let's call it what it was a whitewash. I mean, let's get real. Yeah. He it, was a, it was he, it was a whitewash, and they came which the Condon report. Uh, said, uh, for people that don't know, said that, uh, in essence, 
uh, after reviewing this for two years, we see that uh, there's nothing to the subject of UFOs. They, they are nothing but something prosaic. There's nothing to them. The Air Force ought to stop investigating. No, he didn't quite say that. Uh, the report said that they don't find it to be a uh, something that uh, should concern uh, national security. It's not, they, they, they didn't find any sort of threat to national security. It was pretty carefully worded, uh, if you remember. Well, he, but he did recommend the the Air Force completely dropping it, and they in S and they did. They they dropped Project Blue Book altogether. There was the Condon report made the Air Force enable the Air Force just to do away with Project right. Blue Book, which was no big deal. Right. It was and six months anything. later, MUFON started. But what's funny is Condon's report comes out. And just up the road in Colorado Springs, Colorado, is the Air Force Academy. And the Air Force Academy is teaching their cadets in a, in a course called Introductory to Space Science, something like that. Well, they had a textbook, Introductory to Space Science, Volume 2, Department of Physics. And Chapter 33 is Unidentified Flying Object. And it goes 33, 34 pages. And and in the summary, they are saying that there could be as many as three to four alien races visiting Earth. And then they go on to say, you should not draw strong opinions on either side of the issue, but keep an open mind. So here's the kind of report comes out that Condon in the University of Colorado has paid a half a million dollars to. The Air Force has turned it back Phillips of joy. When right up the road at the Air Force Academy, they're teaching their own students that there could be four races of alien uh, ETs visiting Earth. I think it's, I, it just breaks me up every time I think of it. it it's uh, it's classic. The Air Force in in. For so many years, and 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 please, anybody that's been there, don't get me wrong. I love the military. I love the Air Force. I think it's a, it's a fine branch of government. But I think that they have done some within the Air Force have done some really stupid stuff over the years. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, and be more. It's just it's it's incredible uh, uh, that uh, that you had these two events that happened, and then when the Air Force when this was made public, the Air Force withdrew the book and took that part out and republished it. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for something to come along and crack the NRO egg wide open because that's where a lot of interesting stuff is uh, buried. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, but uh, uh, in any case, I uh, I'm, I'm sorry that uh, you all didn't weren't able to get the book, um, uh, the uh, the galley in time. It is available uh, now for pre-order at Amazon and Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble. When it comes out, we're definitely going to have you back, Larry, and we'll uh, have a chance to go through it with a fine-tooth comb and. I'm sure we'll, we're going to have a lot, a lot of interesting questions from our listeners who are very up to speed. By the way, we do have one of the most the way, listening audiences. By the way, I see that you're a Mac man, and uh, in looking at your bio, and 
Yeah. After 15 years of PC, I finally converted to all Macs. I'm uh, I'm working with a MacBook Pro, uh, an iPad, and an iPod. Okay, you've become one of us. We have assimilated you. Larry Holcomb, can you tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff? Maybe check out your website? Uh, website is www.larryholcomb, that's L-A-R-Y-H-O-L-C-O-M-B-E dot com. And we'll look forward to your book next year, The Presidents and UFOs. You can find Chris O'Brien's site at OurStrangePlanet.com, OurStrangePlanet.com. And by the way, we have a free copy of Chris's book, Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. We're still giving it away, the ebook version. All you do is go to theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. And you'll see a sign-up form there for our weekly newsletter, the official Paracast newsletter. You sign up, and a couple of days we'll send you a link to download a copy of Secrets of the Mysterious Valley by Chris O'Brien. The offer's going to be in effect a while longer. We'll see how long. We reserve the right to withdraw it at any time. Larry Holcomb, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Delighted being with you, and uh, look forward to coming back. It's uh, It's been fun. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>